Welcome back to the Cyber Queens podcast, where we are talking all things getting into and succeeding as a woman in cyber, trying to inspire you, Gen Z, to help us close this gender gap. I'm one of your hosts, Meryl Vernon, resident offensive and hacking expert. I'm joined by Natalie. And I'm Natalie Baker, SOC manager and all things blue team. Yes. Blue team, red team, one team, two team. <laughs> Today, we are here talking to you about something that is a crucial skill that is kind of um, losing its prominence in the balance, which is talking technically to technical audience. And we wanted to bring this up because um, there are a lot of people mid-career pivoting into cyber. There are a lot of soft skills that are very important in cyber, like the ability to speak layman. But a lot of us are losing the ability to accurately convey technical concepts to technical audiences who don't want the layman summary. They want you to get into the weeds of the code and the syntax and the utilities and all those things. So that's what we're talking about today. Um, Natalie, what are your feels? Give them to me. Um, I just have to say this is a really great topic because soft skills are really important. And um, you have to know your audience. It's very important to know who you're talking to. Um, it, it is. Like Definitely. If you're talking to a client. Yeah. If you're talking to a client, they might not understand the technical, like the technical speak at all. I sometimes will have to go through reports and be like, let's spell this out a little bit further for this you know, client. Whereas you have, you have like a client that is very technical and has a technical team. They have their own security team and you're just like the backup. Then like, you know, you just have, um, you can speak a little bit more technically. You don't have to spell it out as much, but you can go into a little bit more detail with them as well. That's a great strategy. I feel like a great way to always approach these situations is when you're in a mixed audience or like you haven't, you don't typically talk to these people. They're not your typical stakeholders. They're not your usual IT team. You might not know who you're speaking to, um, especially people like Erica. I wish she was here to weigh in. Um, Erica could talk about sales calls. You never know if you've got the, the, the lead architect online or the GRC person or the person who's just making a budget call. So I feel like it's always best to start out non-technical, start out with your analogies and your high level speaking. If someone comes up with a technical question, like, can you explain how your API would integrate with our vulnerability management software on the back end? You're like, oh, yep. you know something technical. Let me get into that for you. And that's a great way to speak to that audience member uh, while not excluding everyone else and leaving everyone else behind. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's really important. Like if you speak down a little bit at the beginning and then you figure out, hey, this person really does know a bit of technical and it's not just they you have to know if they understand the technical jargon or if they're just using the technical jargon, because some people will just use technical jargon and um, they really don't. They, they'll just use that. It'll be like word vomit coming out of their mouth. And you're like, you're not even using the correct terms correctly. <laughs> you're not. So. This is um, actually such a great thing to bring up because um, there are a lot of laymen who make their way into technical management roles or even like higher echelons of technical leadership. For instance, I'm, I'm currently doing one-to-one -one sessions with someone right now who, you know, rose to like a COO position. She's not a CTO or anything, but she rose to a C-level position for a very technical product for like literally like an adversarial emulation product. And she's saying, you know, she came from like a financial background. She's like, I have a hard time keeping up. I don't understand what they're saying. I don't understand where I should ask questions, how to refute, where to push back, where to ask for more, because I'm already lost when the conversation begins. So, you know, it's so great to know the technical aspect of your job, because yes, 
using an analogy, explaining it to someone who's in your stakeholder meeting or your executive outbrief is going to be totally different than your technical outbrief. We literally have to generate as pen testers three different versions of our reports. There is the executive report, which does not have as much information as the stakeholder report, which does not have as much information as the technical deep dive that we have with the remediation teams who, you know, want to know which binary we used or uh, how we call, which command we used to call a certain tool or access a certain console. So um, if we were only able to have those technical conversations in a very like attack path manner, like, well, we got in and we called the console and then we pushed this branch of code to production. That doesn't help them at all. That doesn't help them do their jobs better. So it's, it's one of those things where it helps you get on the same page with the teams who are going to be picking up the ball, like where you leave it off, like you hand the baton to them and you need to be able to give technical lead-ins and give them a starting place or you're actually doing your technical teams a disadvantage. Like, wow, we found something really bad. We found something really cool. Like Natalie, I'm sure you're going to, you're going to speak to the traffic. I found something really cool and I do not know how to tell you how to fix it, but here it is. Like, what would you even do with that? Um, Figure out how you got in and then where our securities were like lacking at. That's what I would figure out is how you got through and like where we need to put an extra layer of security in place at where we need but to it, alert at a little bit more. We, maybe we need to tune um, in some alerts or tune out some alerts, like depending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I feel like, I feel like so many people, it is important to come in, even if you don't have that technical, like we'll say that the technical vocabulary yet. Um, I don't want that to be a barrier to your entry into cyber. Definitely come into cyber first. You can learn the jargon on the job. But like for me, the first thing I do every time I'm studying a new certification or a new subject matter is I flip to the back of the book to the glossary. I go to the glossary Mm -hmm. and I memorize those terms because I'm like, if you're using a term, like the first time I encountered the word SIM, I'm like, so these logs will go to the SIM. I'm like, oh snap, what is a SIM? So I gotta go back there. It's the (laughs) events manager. Okay, so every time the logs go, what you're saying really is to the events manager, the thing that's correlating the things. Now I understand what that means. But if I was just like, the logs are gonna forward to the SIM via API and then it's gonna go to the SOC and then it's like, oh snap, we're three acronyms deep and I have no idea what's going on. I, especially when I'm training entry level, I don't even like using acronyms. I like spelling it out for them unless I'm (laughs) quizzing them on an acronym that I've already taught them. Like, so- if I say DNS a lot, that's going to be an acronym that I'm making sure that they understand right from the get-go because like that's something that's really important um, for us to know which logs are doing what, what we're looking at when we're looking through these logs. Um, so I like to ensure that like from the very beginning, we kind of get on a base level. We kind of say, hey what do you know? What don't you know? And let's fill in the gaps. And then every now and then I'll quiz them, but I don't start using that term regularly out of con like just in DNS. Like I don't just throw that out there randomly until I know that everybody's on that same level. No, it's like learning a foreign language. It's like showing up to French on day one of high school. It's like, this is a brand new language where we have our own syntax and our own grammatical rules. Like I had to explain TTPs to someone the other day. And someone was like, well, you explain TTPs as like all the things, but you'll also refer to one TTP, but isn't one TTP technically just a procedure? It's just one of those things, right? I'm like, right, you're right. But colloquially, we will call them all TTPs and call one yep. a TTP as well. Like it's it's got its own <laughs> rules, all those rules out the window. Um, but I agree when I'm introducing, you know, someone to a new concept, I'll be like, so then we're going to forward it, you know, or 
uh, what, what, oh, DLP, I was thinking of DLP. We're going to forward it to, uh, to the data loss prevention, the DLP system, so data loss prevention. And you want to like reinforce data loss prevention, DLP, the data loss prevention, DLP. And then the next time you'll be like, so, hey, can you get into the DLP console and check that thing? And they should know, oh, data loss prevention, data loss prevention. Um, See, and I take it a step further. I'm like, you know what DLP means? Like, what does it do? What is it? Like, what is the name of it? Like, I'll quiz people on it because that's like my favorite thing to do. I'm like, what is it? You think that you know. So what is it? <laughs> that's, I was just going to say that. Like, the next thing is that people just start using the acronyms as the noun without knowing what the noun is. They're like, yeah, yeah we send that to a DLP <laughs> system, which, you know, checks it for us. I'm like, do you know what that is? They're like, yeah, the DLP. I'm like, yeah, do you know what the DLP <laughs> is? Like, do you know how that functions? Like, no, I just know that we use it. And I'm like, okay, you can't just like, you can't just reference the thing without knowing what's behind the meaning of the word that you're saying. Like it makes you yeah. lose a lot of cred in certain technical audiences. And it tells me immediately that like, oh, I can't speak on that level with you. I need to take it a few steps down and water myself down a bit, bring myself to some layman level, like like 50 layman, 50 technical. Um, but, you know, learning the jargon, again, I flip to the back of the book first. This is basic situational awareness for literally any job, no matter what job you start. You're an auditor, you're a crime scene forensic investigator, you're a cop, you're a you're lawyer. Paralegal. You're paralegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're in, yeah let you're me tell IT. you. <laughs> you start yeah. speaking in some like really like um, Italian phrases, like, oh my, like. Yeah, well, lawyers aren't even fair. Latin you guys just switch into Latin like, when you feel like yeah. it. And it's at whim. So like, I mean, for the longest time I was calling, I forget what it was, but there was like the certain type of document that we were filing and I would call it something that was like completely off. And my boss would like correct me like five times. I feel like I would be like that scene from the bridesmaids. I'm like, yes. And then the lorem ipsum was filed <laughs> like, I don't know but that's what i'm saying it's basic situational awareness situational awareness if you want to be able to keep up in those conversations with natalie if you want to be able to keep up in those conversations with us you need this foundational knowledge like you need to at least know what the terms that we're throwing around are even if you don't know how they work or how they function together you need to know simply what the definition is um it's going to enable you to excel in your role quicker because Again, if, if, if I'm like sending you random things to Google or having you put a presentation together, or having you write a report, it, it reminds me of when I used to do IT recruiting, I would call and be like, yes, and they are looking for .NET. Do you have that? They're like, well, I mean, I've used .NET. And like, I didn't even know how to ask yeah. like, what the thing yeah. was that I'm talking about. <laughs> so like, you know, you need to know this. Um, it's going to help you learn your role, like at least to be able to hear conversations and start synthesizing things and start drawing broader themes together and not just sitting in a book or in an isolated lab. Um, it helps you keep up in conversation. Um, you know, if you hear a bunch of us at the, at the water cooler, I know offices still use those. I ain't been in an office for a minute, never going back by the way. But, um, if, if you, if you hear certain, uh, if you, if you hear us at the water cooler talking or we're like, oh my God, can you believe they unplugged the F5 and now we got to reroute the arc tables and the blah, blah. And you're like, what? <laughs> you can just say what <laughs> yeah like I mean please come ask us what that's how you learn but wouldn't it be so cool to be able to keep up in those conversations and even if you, you don't start, have an opinion you start yeah. to you start yeah. to after a while um I always tell my people like the first year in you're gonna learn so much and it's not gonna feel like you learned a lot at all you're gonna feel like you still have no clue what you're doing um to this day I still sometimes I'm like do I really have a clue and then like something happens and I'm like blah 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 and it's just like natural for me 
And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have a clue. It's the imposter syndrome that, you know, you have, everybody has. But, um, you know, one day something's just going to click and then you're going to just start clicking. It's going to keep clicking Mm -hmm. for you because you're just building on that foundational knowledge. And eventually, you know, two, three years in, you're keeping up with some very advanced conversations that like 10 10 weeks ago or two years ago, you didn't think you could even have or hold or understand what was going on. Exactly. Exactly. When people find out I'm three years into this field, like the way I talk about my work and I can talk about protocols and ports and uh, certain frameworks and like how certain things, how I do my job. They're like, wow, you speak like someone who's been doing this for years. I'm like, yeah, I learned the teeny tiny pieces first and how to accurately say things before I started sounding unintelligent. Um, But Natalie's right. Imposter syndrome. Like, I want to say, if you don't know the jargon, if you don't know the words, don't be afraid to listen and don't be afraid to join the conversation. Even if you don't have an opinion, you can just absorb. Um, I was always afraid to admit I didn't know something. And literally, I told these people, you're giving me a job in information security, knowing that I know nothing about information security, nothing technical at all. I don't even know what IP addresses are. Okay, so I have like carte blanche to be the stupid person in every room. And yet in meetings still, I was afraid to be like, I don't know what that means. Can you explain that more? So I'd be like, "Uh uh-huh. (laughs) Google that later, Google that later, Google that later. And my 20 year architect goes, yeah, okay. I'm I'm sorry. He's like, I've worked in this industry a long time and come across a lot of technologies. I have no idea what you're saying. I'm going to need you to back it up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Bob doesn't know, then I don't feel bad. But it just goes to show you no matter how long you will, you will never know it all. There's constantly new stuff I'm being exposed to. And I don't feel dumb being like, I don't know the difference between your SOAP API and your REST API and how this applies to my question. Can you give me some context? So so leap right in. We don't know it all. I don't know it all. No, I don't know it all either. Mm-mm. And like I when love. I first started in the field, like, I mean, to me, I, I would take the computer, throw it out the window, and that's how we fix the problem. We got your new computer, you're done. Like, that's how you fix the problem of any issue <laughs> on a computer. That was it. That was the whole solution was just get rid of the damn computer and get a new one in. Um, and then, (laughs) and it's so funny because like that first year of just like being in the army and like going every day and doing different tasks. And I remember the first time I sat through like one of our like major audits that we had that meeting and everybody's just throwing the tech jargon across the table left and right. And I'm just like, what? in the world is any of this like yeah words are fine like, like bullets you're like okay. i am just like because i'm a handwritten note person i'm not really a typing note person so like i'm like can't like short <laughs> shorthanding some of, as much as i can and like just taking down the like main points so like <laughs> at the end of this meeting the biggest thing that i found that i took notes on was that if you left your cack unsecured one person in the entire organization left their CAC unsecured, your entire unit failed the audit. So I would go around and start stealing people's CAC cards. We made it a whole game. <laughs> you go? Insider threat is always the biggest threat. People people will bypass our enterprise solutions every time. Um, yeah. But it no. just made everybody else so much more aware because everybody's like, I hope Baker doesn't come and find my CAC like, unsecured. Like, oh, I better keep that with me because she'll go, come and grab it. I mean, that's a brand. That's a rep. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to keep you accountable, right? Um, I remember when I first started attending meetings, I would literally, I don't know if people thought I was not paying attention because I was like, the, I'm the person who's always typing. I don't literally stop. And I'm like engaged. Like you can tell I'm doing like 
I'm not like answering emails, but I came out of every meeting with a list of words to Google. I'm like, go Google this word. And then I wrote the phrase that people used it. I'm like, forward to Sim. Sim. Okay. And I spelled it like S E E M or something. <laughs> go find out what the seam is. And I'm like, ah, that thing. Yes, I know what that is. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll have the seam, sim, sign debate some other time. But yeah. Are you a yeah. simer? Are you a simer or a seamer? Seam. I'm a seamer too. Are you a CISO or a CISO? CISO. CISO? I say CISO. CISO. Anyway. There's no, yeah. I say CISO because there's no E in the letters. That that makes sense. But I guess the I, I, I comes before the E and seam, so it's seam. I take the niche approach. I don't say niche. I say niche. It's probably my yeah. French influence. I'm going to blame that on my French. Um, anyway, but... Gen Z, the reason why talking technically is relevant to you, again, the key takeaways, please don't be afraid to join in on the conversation. You need to do a lot of absorbing before you'll know enough to feel comfortable enough to inject yourself into those conversations. Everybody um, has to start somewhere. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start um, and you have to start qualifying. And I have never met anyone who's looked me dead in the eye and been like, you don't know what that means. You're a freaking idiot. So please don't be afraid to ask the questions. We will we will always be like, oh, what he's talking about is this thing. Anyway, continue. Oh, and, and what we're talking about is how this thing is blah, 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 and with the other thing. Okay, continue. You were mad? And the yeah. ones that don't do that are the ones that usually don't know what the jargon means. Yeah, or they're just jerks. Either way, good to be that aware happens. of who the jerks are. Um, but it's one of those things that eventually when you do show up, and you are able to speak and you're like, I had a question about how, you know, the, the rule on this port is forwarding traffic, blah, blah, blah. It really helps you demonstrate your job. It really helps you uh, communicate without needing to actually see your job performance, that you understand how these things work together and that you can be trusted because Gen Z, we, we got to tell you, we love so much about you. We'll say it every episode. We love so much about you. Um, but we had to fight this battle when we got here. The millennials did. People can't yep. stand you. People can't stand you already. You have an inherent bias against you. I'm sorry. It's there. You're going to have to deal with it. So what people you need keep to do- mistaking your generation for millennials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> millennials have to be the intolerable like ones first. And I'm like, hey, hey, the millennial generation is over. Yeah. <laughs> Been over. Stop. <laughs> yeah. So we paved the way for y'all to walk on in uncontested. You're welcome. Yeah. But yeah. um because a lot of people can't stand you and because you're behind on this learning curve already, um, it really goes so far into showing that you can handle the job because we are going to start hiring y'all as entry-level people with no experience. And you can say, listen, I don't know what that thing is today, but ask me in a week and I will be an expert in these three terms that I didn't know today. Like I will only not know that thing once. I will prove to you that I can keep up with this subject matter, with this curriculum, and I can take it and excel in it. Um, otherwise, no one's going to trust you with the job. You're definitely not going to get promoted and you're going to get bored. And we yeah. know you guys too. Y'all have the attention span of goldfishes, especially when it comes to projects. So do I. So, so do I. <laughs> fair, fair. Me too. So I'm going to hack something different every day. But... It will be the number one hurdle to you getting ahead and excelling. And again, if you're someone who's just showing up to meetings, showing up, delivering value with your words, letting the technical people know that, oh, when we have a question, we go to Natalie because Natalie can always explain it to us in the way that we want to receive it versus Meryl. Meryl just keeps it too high level. Meryl just, you know, doesn't get into the weeds enough with us. Um, that's not actually true. I'm good at my job. But 
it is the number one thing that's going to build you an internal brand for yourself. And people are going to come to you as a subject matter expert. I can't like the day that I started to be able to communicate in jargon and keep up with conversations that weren't my, my lane in jargon. Like I'm not a developer, but the day I understood what the developers were saying, I was like, ah, I made it, you guys, holy shit. (laughs) Yes. I'm one of you. We're tri people now. (laughs) Now I can speak your language. (laughs) Yes. Day six with the natives. No one suspects a thing because I sound like them. That's what you want in tech. You don't want us to be like, yeah, you different. You're different. You don't know. Um, yes. So speaking layman, great. A lot of cyber people don't have the ability to do the reverse. They don't have the ability to speak layman. They can't take something like curb roasting and break it down into simple explanations and tell a stakeholder while it's bad, why it's bad, which is why those of us with non-technical backgrounds like me have a niche, have an entry in. I became the face person for my team. I went to all the meetings and explained all the things, but, but don't lose that technical piece. You need that technical piece to float you with the teams where the cred actually matters. So develop these skills. We're going to add some resources in the notes. If you've got an interest, we're also going to keep a running list of all the new terms we use in every episode to make sure that you can keep up with the conversations that we are having. And if you come across any terms we haven't explained, feel free to drop those in the comments. We will gladly answer them <laughs> mm-hmm. and explain what they do because it's important to know what they do. It is important to know what they do. It's important to, I always tell people, you don't need like an A plus or a net plus level of understanding, but you need a sec plus. You need like the data flow overview. I don't need to know how a firewall communicates with the router. I just need to know the purpose that each of them serves, the aspects of security they address and possible ways to attack See, those things. Whereas on my side of security, you have to know how they interact and where to put rules at because the less the like where the rules lie at in the ACL, which is the RX control list, it's really important. If you have it too high up, too high down, you could be um, letting things in that you don't want to let in. So yeah, no, I know what that is and what it does. I know the ACL is the thing that determines <laughs> whether or not you can have access to this thing, but do I care about how it works? That's why that's why having so many different people in cyber is so important. Having your different yep. roles is important. Um, you know, so help me God, if one more person brings their laptop to me and says, Meryl, I know this isn't your job, but can you help me fix that? I'm like, that's literally the opposite of my job. My job is to break it better. <laughs> if you don't want it more broken, take it down the street. I cannot help you. Yeah. So next time we'll have a lesson in offensive security and exactly what we're capable of doing. And I was like, even so, even if I knew how to fix your problem, Hopefully our group policies don't let me because I shouldn't have local admin access to your machine. Yep. Yep. You're going to have well, to put in a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't, but do you I? have to put in a ticket. Do yeah. I? Sometimes I? the minute you say ticket to a user, they're just like, what? What? What's a ticket? I just call the number. Ticket is where hopes and dreams go to die. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Depends on who it has the ticket. Yeah, it depends. Um, okay, that's all we've got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, we hope that above all else, you understand the importance of learning to speak technically. We hope that you aren't afraid to enter those conversations with your peers and ask questions. We hope you're never afraid to be the quote stupid person in the room, even though no one is really stupid. No one woke up knowing all this stuff intrinsically. I definitely didn't. Natalie, your favorite key takeaways. Um, don't be afraid to ask, um, make sure that you understand what the person 
is actually telling you. So if you, they're explaining it to you in a way that you don't quite understand, one of my favorite things to do when I'm training somebody is every now and then I'll be like, do you understand what I just said? And they'll, they'll be like, yeah. And I'll be like, so can you explain it to me in a different way? Uh, just to check on their learning so that I can ensure that my ADHD didn't get in the way of them actually learning the concept and the fundamental. Uh, so make sure that if you don't understand what they're actually saying, you ask them to elaborate or explain it differently. Sometimes it might take two or three times for somebody to explain it to you differently. And you cyber professionals, if someone comes to you and asks you a question, don't be that jerk. You know this all out of high school either. Nobody so. knew this day one. And it's just so mind boggling that people still feel that they need to be jerks about it. Like, Yeah. If that's you, we're going to find you, the cyber queens. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to get the vigilantes of justice. <laughs> yeah, just protecting people. One jerk face in a time. That's what we do. All right. Thank you so much for spending time with us. We love you. We hope you go out there and succeed. Please leave your questions in the comments and hit that subscribe button for more useless, just kidding, for more great cyber tips. Bye. Yeah.